is a songwriting our way out of here. With Leah G and Marlock. and welcome to another episode of Songwriting Our Way Out of Here. Today I'm here with Marlock as per usual and also today we are here with two amazing ladies from Pool Valley Music, um, Angelica and Isabel. Hi girls. Hi. Hi, how's it going? So cool to have hi, you Hi, I feel left out. <laughs> <laughs> you said hi girls. No one wants to hear from you, Albert, so you know. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Everyone's uh, fair. Right. Um, could you just like, it's really hard for me to like interview two people at the same time because if you're just having one person. Yeah. But basically like each one of you, please introduce yourself and tell me how you kind of got into the industry and yeah, just your journey so far, basically. Shelly, do you want to start? No, okay. do you want to start? start? <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll start then. All right. So my name is Angelica. And um, my journey started um, just as probably everyone's journey in the music ever started. I had a dream to become a musician uh, back when I was a kid. So um, I was in a choir at churches and that kind of stuff. And then I went to music conservatory, started playing accordion. Um, And then in high school, um, I, I got into like a little band, started doing some pop electronic music. Um, but then I realized like stage is not really my kind of thing, but I still wanted to work in the music industry. Um, so I kind of decided to take up music business course at university, uh, thinking I want to organize gigs. Uh, but then I kind of moved into like artist management, artist promotion, and now I'm running a record label, which is kind of um, so my latest, latest obsession, record labels. And I kind of, <laughs> I think I'm going to hang out in that industry for a bit. Um, so yeah, that's my story. <laughs> um, I actually had a quite different background. I played sports, so I was never interested in music whatsoever. Um, and then through different influences, I kind of started realizing that I wanted to throw events, festivals, etc. So I found BIM and then I applied to the event management course. And that's how it started. <laughs> That's really cool. That's, That's so cool. interesting that you had like a completely different background, which I think is like probably a good thing to have as well because it just brings a total different like perspective to the table. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And, yeah, 100%. and it's something that we're not used to hear about, right? Because obviously, you know, everyone we interview and, and all that stuff is always like, oh yeah, I started playing this when I was a kid <laughs> or, you know, wanted to be a pop star. <laughs> And there's you, nah, I didn't care about music. <laughs> but I, yeah. anyway. I can't play anything. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> that, that's yeah, it, I feel like I, I feel like if you start in a different kind of background and then move on to music, like you kind of can separate yourself a little bit from it because, you know, for people that music has been their whole life, like, you know, since they were little kids, it's, it's very like emotional and, um, you know, everything you do, like you just take it super, super personal yeah, and it's like true. very, you know, it's like very intense. So uh, yeah, sometimes I wish that, um, I maybe had like a different, you know, passions when I was a bit younger, just so like, it's <laughs> sometimes not that big of a deal for me, you know, but at the same time, it's cool that it's such a big of a deal. Cause you know, it's my life and my passion, but yeah, it is interesting if you like start in a different background, you know? Yeah, yeah so that's that's very true and, and it's a very good point so just for us to kind of like understand when it comes to pool valley music um 
what do you girls do there? What are your rules? And well, if you can tell us a little bit about it and the, the history, that'd be cool. Um, yeah, I can start. Um, me and Joey started like an event artist management uh, a year and a half ago and called Velvet Thumb. And through that, we got headhunted to take over Pool Valley Music. Um, do you want to keep? Yeah, so yeah. basically like, um, yeah, we basically um started as like artist managers event managers created a little brand it was called velvet thumb uh we got some like local success with one artist and put on some events um and then yeah we as easy said we got headhunted to do pool valley music and now us both are running it uh, like our title is label manager and we just basically oversee everything there is to oversee in a record label. So, you know, all the A&R activities, um, all the like staff activities, project management. Budgeting, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Distribution, all, so, yeah, all the admin, yeah, yeah, yeah. all the boring stuff. Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, all the boring stuff, all the boring stuff too. You know, record label is not just exciting, creative work. There is a lot of admin involved and we oversee that too. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's so cool like it's incredible that you like met each other and now like you're like running a label together that's so sick because like <laughs> when I saw when you posted about it I was like no way that's so sick because like I could always like see you go that direction but then yeah it just suddenly yeah. happened because obviously I don't know it's just like it was locked down and stuff so I didn't really keep up with what you're doing but um yeah, yeah. congrats on that so cool thank you <laughs> thank you thank you what what's like what services do you provide like as a label um, can you tell us more about that? Yeah, so basically um, what we're doing is uh, we're a bit different label than all the other like traditional independent record labels are because um, we are a non-profit organisation. We're an educational entity of our university. And, um, you know, we uh, basically we focus on the artist growth and we are in a very lucky position to not gen like not necessarily worry about the you know the financial aspects of that like you know we have a certain budget provided for each release and this is the most important thing for us and just because we're a non-profit entity we don't ask our artists to assign their master rights um so everyone is just like super free it, we work on partnership agreement basis rather than a record label like you know recording agreement that kind of stuff um because all of us like we learn and uh from each other and you know it's it's more of like an educational project uh but you know obviously we treat everything super seriously and we want to imitate the real life as much as possible so what we provide is we provide you know financial help we provide the um you know the chain of network uh, in which you know our artists can um can kind of you know just work with and uh yeah we provide um consultancy on basically everything we help them strategize the release promote the release uh we have our own like graphic designers that help in that kind of aspect we write press releases we do pr internally or externally if uh, that's the case for for our artists and yeah basically we just um we, we create each other's brands kind of thing because obviously we are aware that, you know, with the successful act, our name is also spread. So um, that's what we that's what we provide. Yeah. Like and also like if an artist... Yeah, sorry, hmm? go on. If an artist has something specific they want to do, we'll help with that too. It's kind of like up to them um, to decide on where they want to go and where to put the money towards and then we'll just guide them to that point. 
that's awesome yeah yeah I think yeah that's... and every artist yeah every artist comes in a different stage to us you know there are artists that come to us with already like you know mastered track like mix and master track and they're just like oh we need someone to just like um help us push it and like make the promotion and sometimes we have artists that just come with us a little with a little like audio recording being like this is my demo and then we have to like you know guide them through the stage of recording mixing mastering producing that kind of stuff so yeah it really depends like on what kind of stage our artists are but um yeah we kind of do like a 360 thing i would say <laughs> kind mm-hmm. of help on, on 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 everything how many artists do you have at the moment on on the roster i think it's around 10 12 12 yeah uh but active around like seven eight something like that I think, yeah that's, yeah, that's the amount of artists that we have active at the moment and we're going to be releasing with uh, this particular year. Because with Poor Valley Music, there's um, different management every year um, because, as I said, it's like educational entity and the final year students um, are the ones that are running the record label. And every year there's someone else. And then people from the previous year, then they kind of like choose the other people that are going to take over and assign that role to them. So Easy and I will have to, at some point, also like um, headhunt some other people and do some uh, interviewing yeah and hand hand over our responsibilities to another generation Mm. let's say but um yeah it seems like a year is not that long but actually it's so much time to do so many cool things so that's uh yeah that's really that's really fun yeah and it's perfect like perfect thing to have on a cv if you want to like work in a record label afterwards and like really go into that world properly so that's yeah absolutely absolutely how many people do you work with then? Like, obviously, it's not just the two of you. There's, like, lots of people around you. How big is your we, team, like, yeah. the props? We have 24 people in the staff. Um, That's so cool. So yeah. we have maybe around 10 people doing marketing, 10 people doing... Um, they're, like, artist managers. And then... Like project managers. Yeah, and then we have some event managers, too. yeah. Um, Because, you know, before lockdown, Paul Valley also had like their own events entity. But obviously, you know, right now it's not really the case. But Isabel is kind of running like a a little um, smaller events team for this year. And um, they've just organized um, a live stream event. I mean, we've just recorded it. It's going to be it's going to be broadcasted soon. I don't know when that's coming up, but I don't know if it's going to be before or after that. Um, (laughs) But yeah, this is kind of like the events team that is like focusing on that kind of stuff at the moment obviously it would be a bit different if it wasn't for the lockdown but there is like an events department within the label too yeah i wanted to have a little festival and then i had to have a live stream <laughs> so yeah. Cool, yeah but it was it was as cool like the recording was amazing i'm so looking forward to broadcasting that yeah it's absolutely fantastic yeah. bit of a shame though because yeah obviously i think everyone's looking forward to you know live music yeah. and stuff but hey it was weird to, weird to see bands playing for, like, an empty venue. Uh, very <laughs> strange. Yeah. Very strange. Yeah. And I guess one of, the, one of the things I wanted to kind of, like, get your opinion on, really, or your opinion about, is, you know, there's this huge debate uh, all the time, especially with small artists, right, where it's like, okay, what's, what is it better for me to continue as an independent artist, right, and try to do everything on my own? Or just go and try to sign with a with an indie label, um, see if I can get a bit of help, a bit of a push, uh, and then maybe gain some traction. See if like a bigger label is interested and all this stuff. 
So there's obviously kind of like, well, in my in my head at least, it's a big debate. There's loads of people talking about this with completely different opinions. Yeah. Um, I like to get your opinion since you're actually running, you know, a label, and and see what you can tell us about it and kind of like tips and tricks or you know how how do you see uh, this sort of topic? Yeah. We'll go first, easy. Yeah. Do you want me to start? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, I think it depends on the artist. Like for our artist, I think it's good for them to get some more funding behind their career. And but if you're an artist that don't really need that, um, I think it could be great to go independent too. It's kind of like it really depends on who you are and if you have the funding to push it yourself or if you need some extra. Um, Because as we work, like for an emerging artist, it's great for them to not having to put their money into it and having someone to help them with everything they can't do themselves. For example, promotion or reaching out to pluggers or anything like that. If you don't have that skill set, it can be really hard to do it yourself. Um, Yeah. Do you want to go? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, to me, it's kind of like um, it's kind of like what you what you want and what you expect from yourself, you know. And I think that the independent record label market is actually quite quite amazing, especially here in the UK. And if you surround yourself like with good people and you actually have a trust in the record label that wants wants you to join, uh, like you wants you to join that label, I think it's actually a very very like like it's it's a good thing to do for an artist and um you know there's obviously you know there is a debate like whereas the major record labels are fair are they like you know ethical that kind of stuff but you know with the independent record label market I don't really see why an artist wouldn't want to join an established brand and kind of you know use their kind of chain of suppliers and and that kind of stuff Uh, but obviously you know especially on our level um there's, you know, there's not really anything that an artist couldn't really do themselves only if they really wanted to, you know, um, because they can educate themselves as much as like we educate ourselves, but it's just going to take a lot of, lot of time. And, you know, at the end of the day, I think it's just really good to have another like set of eyes looking at your campaign, looking at your brand, looking at your artistry, like you can just bring something more to it. But obviously, you know, you need to kind of judge it for yourself um you know if you are ready to kind of give up something that is so valuable to you like your own master rights you know because in our in our record label we don't um expect artists to do that but you know in a in a, in a regular record label that is the case and you need to you need to think that is it worth it for me like for, for this particular record label is it worth it to for them to to basically get hold of something that is so valuable to me and that is so mine you know in a way because um you have to have a lot of trust in this record label that you assigning your rights to basically um so yeah I think it's just like um yeah it's very it's very personal thing and um yeah we, we live in the era we live in the era where you can like crowdfund and that kind of stuff and if you have a following online you can get the money from your fans so you know finance it's not necessarily the the thing it's just um can this record label push um your career and your brand to a completely different level 
And do they have the same vision? Like, I was going to say that if they don't, and if you don't feel that, I think it would be better to stay independent. And if you have people around you that will do music videos or lyric videos, help with promotion, like you can success with that too. And then, as Jolie said, um, crowdfunding. Like, stay, like, staying for your vision. And also, as an artist, you need to ask yourself, Am I ready? Do I know who I am so well that I am ready that I am ready to share you know my my views and like my my brand with other people because if you if you're not necessarily sure if you know if you know yourself fully as an artist it's not really worth it to go into the record label because you know record labels these days they don't necessarily have the capacities to give you time for growth as if like, and you know, they they basically need a final product. And if it's not successful enough, they let you go because that is just the reality. And because the comp- like competition is so big. So just before you mm-hmm. think of getting into a record label, before you decide to, you know, start a relationship with one, just, you know, think if you are ready for it as an artist and if you know who exactly you are. So it's, you know, uh, more difficult to manipulate that brand. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah totally makes mm. a lot of sense i think that was uh that was a really good point um yeah all of it really because it, it's a complicated de- debate because yeah as you said um it's a trade-off right so obviously it also depends on the network that you have as an independent artist if you got a really good network then you know i guess um, is less valuable to go and unsign for perhaps a, an indie label, but if not, uh, maybe it's a better option. Yeah, this no, that was that was a really good, really good set of inputs. I think. Yeah, hundred percent. And I think you kind of said that most artists kind of approach you, so you are less on the hunt for new artists, obviously, because it is an education kind of stuff. Yeah, I mean, it, it really it really depends, um, you know, but uh, because we are a kind of local community uh, and people, people, know, like mm-hmm. people know our brand, we were in a, mostly like in a very comfortable position that the submissions that people sent us were so good that we didn't really have to actively go and look but for example easy like she had hunted one of our like A&R one of our artists on an open mic or something um so it's kind of a combination of both but um yeah I would say that mostly it's like artists approaching us uh but obviously you know we 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 yeah like 80 80 (laughs) percent of the time people have approached us and then as you said that I found one guy at an open mic and mm-hmm. then we have some other local bands that we reached yeah. out to. Um, and one of our artists is like Isabel's yeah. housemates, so that was a natural A and R process. But you know, but yeah, that that also happened nice. quite naturally. We, we yeah, we did work with her for like the whole. We kind of started Velvet Thumb on her, like we based the artist and event management company on her helping her with her like career and. The first steps. Yeah. Um, and then we had some events on the side. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so it, it was natural to get her on board too. Yeah. Yeah. That that sounds so cool. <laughs> I wish I had a record label. <laughs> yeah. It, 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 you know, it kind of leads again to the to what we were saying before that it it really is about kind of 
who you know. And it's so important to make those connections and be nice to each other because, you know, mm-hmm. like if if it, if you like leave like a good um like a good opinion or just like good vibes then people will think about you like you know there's a lot of projects that we exactly. are doing constantly even like with Leah like I had to do one project last year and I thought of like oh here's a songwriter that I could do this project with and I texted Leah you know <laughs> yeah. and we met, we met we met once in London but you know because like we had yeah. such a good night together it's uh you know then you can you can then get back to that person and that's why it's just really really important to get those connections, yeah. get them. I think one of the best tips I've gotten is like you grow with the people around you and mm-hmm. you shouldn't focus on getting the people yeah. at the top. Yeah. You should focus on networking with the people around. Uh, that goes yeah. to your uni or... Like you don't work, you don't work <laughs> sideways. <laughs> You'll help each other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 yeah that's very nice. true. That's very true. And to be honest, um, I've seen it in my professional career outside of music is the same right and a lot of the people I started with and in the company I work for are now like you know managers and yeah yeah so people go keep going up and then eventually helps you as well because yeah. <laughs> I'm mm. not the one getting promoted <laughs> <laughs> it's actually but actually it's so rewarding to see like to see the people that you started with succeeding like to me it's incredibly rewarding like you know sometimes I have those thoughts in my head thinking oh well like what if in like 10 years time all of us meet at the Brit Award after party or something you know it's (laughs) because we will will. I mean I hope that I'm like you know 100% (laughs) I really hope that will happen but yeah it's it's really it's really good to network sideways as Isabel was saying and it's very rewarding as well yeah, Definitely. and I was going to ask, are you, is the label based in Brighton, right? Yeah. Because it's like, yeah. it's part of BIM, am I yeah. right on that? Yeah, BIM Brighton. Yeah. Okay. Shout out to BIM Brighton. So, okay. <laughs> 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 Very good. Yeah, so I guess you obviously have like um, BIM students who, who you manage and all that stuff on the label or join the label and all that stuff as well, right? Um, yeah, all of our stuff, our students, because we're an educational entity, it's made for us to get this hands-on experience in the industry. And um, yeah, and most That's of our so artists cool. are in some way associated yeah. as well, yeah. Yeah, but not all of them. We do help some artists that are in aso- associated with BIM, uh, but most of them or in some kind of way. Yeah, it's just because, you know, Brighton is a, like, you know, that's what we know really here in Brighton. You know, we hang out together and um, also, like, because of that musical, like, music university, most of the local artists in that town are some in some way associated with the university. And it's actually, it's a fantastic community and I don't, you know, and I, I there's a lot of exciting artists out there that I think are going to achieve great things and, you know, being able to work with them on, like, the starting point of the career is... Um, it's an honor and um yeah i'm really excited to see where you know where that goes and maybe one day um i'll be like oh i helped them in like you know releasing their first single <laughs> something like that so oh, yeah. yeah it's just yeah it's just because that's what we know and because the local and now they're on the brit awards <laughs> yeah. exactly yeah building the foundation in five years by the way not 10 years we can do it in five yes <laughs> very true <laughs> Totally. Oh gosh! Uh, well, I guess what? Yeah, go so, on. Say so what we wanted to say. I was gonna say word of the day. 
Word of the day? Okay, okay. Um, what is the word of the day? I think it has to be Brighton because that's... <laughs> well, well it's, it's, you, you're the outsider, Leah. Exactly. You know? I am. Uh, I live foreigner. in Brighton too, so... <laughs> oh, nice. Oh, yeah, yeah, that yeah. is true. I remember Leah telling me that you do live in Brighton. That's cool. Yeah, yeah I live exactly. in Brighton as well. Oh, it's such a nice place, so, honestly. I love that. We love Brighton. <laughs> It should be like a little song yeah. like that, a little Brighton anthem. <laughs> Literally. Shall we right. do the word of the day? Get Leah to move to Brighton. All in one, like, one, of the one day. Word. <laughs> but that will be hard with me and uh, Angelica. Maybe. Yeah, we we have a, we have a plan. <laughs> We're leaving the Brighton yeah. life. Oh, exactly. Gosh. Come up, join me. Then we can get <laughs> yeah. Albert to move to. London. I mean, That's technically, shocking. Brighton is London by the sea, so we are all in exactly. some kind of form and shape of Lon- uh, London. London. Exactly. That's a weird accent. <laughs> Just like a one step further down the food chain in terms of like how many people you can meet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. No. Right, let's pick Brighton then because, you know, you, you haven't exactly. left me with the best feeling after the comment that you all move into London now. So. <laughs> You know, I'm for just going to vouch I really for... I feel sorry for you. Yeah, going to vouch for Brighton <laughs> for <laughs> one last time. <laughs> so, yeah, let's do hashtag Brighton. Um, go and comment on our social media. Mine is at Marlock Music. Mine's at Leah underscore G underscore music. You can say your Pool Valley Oh, yeah, or, okay. And your personal ones if you oh, want okay. to. So we are at Pool Valley Music with the Q at the end instead of C because we're cool and different. <laughs> <laughs> or there was no usernames left. One yes. <laughs> the handle was taken. Yeah. <laughs> or it got shut yeah, down. Yeah, we actually got hacked last year. That's why Who we knows? had to change it. So if anyone from Instagram admin is listening to it, we would love to speak to you about this. <laughs> We've moved past it. We build the following back, so thanks. Great. <laughs> Brilliant. Oh, all right. Well, thank, thank you, you so much. much for being on a podcast. It thank was so you. great um, hearing what thank you're you up for to. Inviting and us. I'm sure we'll be hearing lots and lots about Paul Valley going very well. Yeah. Yeah, and your and your careers. I mean, let's see let's exactly. see what happens after this, right? <laughs> yeah, cool. exactly. Should we just make head a little... of head of Sony Music and Warner Music because we need women in the industry <laughs> and especially at the top. Yeah, <laughs> and actual people that can play instruments as well. <laughs> yeah, we need to change that, uh, especially after Victoria's um, festival announcements. Yeah. Oh yeah, mm. gosh. gosh! Oh my god, it's like never started. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but yeah. Oh well. Um, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much for joining us and see you in two weeks, everyone. We'll see you in two weeks, everyone. Bye. Bye.